Hi, this is Joey Brannon, and this is the Axiom Podcast, Episode 1. spend a few t- a few minutes today talking about this idea of pace behind strategic planning and what pace brings to the equation and when uh, when we do strategic planning when anybody does strategic planning one of the things that is always 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 an issue is getting into details operational details and i remember reading uh, a, a good friend of mine david spire recommended uh, that i read uh, the Rockefeller Habits by Vern Harnish. And the Rockefeller Habits is basically a strategic planning book. It's uh, In a lot of ways, it could be the one-page business plan book. But one of the, the, in addition to talking about the idea of strategic planning, Harnish also talks about um, when you get into executing against those strategic plans, you know, how are you going to do that? How are you going to... Um, how are you? What are the things that you need to be doing on a daily, weekly, monthly basis to make sure that those strategic plans have legs and they they don't fall flat on their face? And one of the cool thing, one of the best tools in that book is called the Daily Huddle. And th- this came out of um, Harnish's realization or or in studying the life of John D. Rockefeller. Rockefeller, I believe it was lunch. He would have lunch with his direct reports every day. And they would talk about what was going on in the business. And so Harness recommends that you institute a daily huddle in your business where every day for maybe 5, 10, 15 minutes, you meet with your direct reports. And this is something that I've taken upon myself to do. We're, we're not as religious about it as we need to be. And that's my fault. I really need to drive this. Um, part of it's because I'm not there. And when I'm not there, I don't make as good of an, a, an effort as I need to to call in and have the meeting. But Irregardless, here's here's the way it works. At 11.11 every day in our office, everybody gathers around a whiteboard. And we go around the room, and each person has to tell us uh, what they're working on for that day. What are you going to work on for the next 24 hours? What's already on the board is what they said they were going to do yesterday. So they also are held accountable for... Um, you know, if the same thing that if you're working on the same thing today that you were yesterday, why didn't you get it done yesterday? Or how much longer is it going to take you? Now, maybe we know it's going to be a week long project. And if that's the case, you know, we don't give them any grief over that. But if it's, if it's a small project and it's there day after day after day, the next question is, are you stuck on something? Is there something that you need somebody else's help on to get unstuck? So the interesting thing about pace, when you, when you begin to do the daily huddle, it's, it's one of the hardest things about doing the daily huddle is that you get involved in tactics, and you don't want to get involved in tactics. It's just a basic communications meeting. It's to let people know what's going on. But very quickly, you start getting into problem solving. In the strategic planning world, that's we call that tactics, but it's really just problem solving. And so one of the ways that Harnish says that you should, you should guard against this, getting into problem solving and trying to fix problems in the daily huddle meeting, is that you have everybody stand up. So this is what we do. So we stand around this whiteboard. It's just an easel that's got, it's like a flip chart easel that the back of it's a whiteboard. And we stand around this thing and, and we 
one person has the uh, the dry erase marker and they're responsible for scribing everything that we're talking about. In our meeting, you know, sometimes it can take two minutes, sometimes three minutes. Occasionally, um, usually on a Friday, we will um, have a seat. And but you know, you really should have an agenda. If you're going to let people sit down, you really should have an agenda that you're going to work through to keep things on track. But that's a, that's a digression. So anyway, when you do the daily huddle. The way you guard against getting uh, involved in problem solving is you have everybody stand up. Now, when you do strategic planning, you have the same issue because people want to start talking about tactics. So you say, uh, you know, our key issue is retention. We need to work on st- our, our biggest strategy for this next year should be retention. Everything that we focus on as a leadership team needs to be about retaining our existing customers because it costs us a lot more than... Uh, to to replace them than it does to keep them. So this, this is pretty common. This happens in you know quite a few businesses that we work with. And so then somebody will say, um, "Oh, you mean like uh, when somebody wants to cancel their insurance policy? Um, you know, what, what are you what are you talking about? So should we have somebody go out there to their house and and try to to save that deal or?" No, no, you know, we tried that before with John and it didn't really work that well because they felt pressured. So, you know, maybe we should do a phone call. Uh, you know, phone calls, who's going to make the phone? You know, you start getting into tactics and you don't want to get into tactics. It's strategy. You're trying to build business strategy. So you're trying to, you want to be talking about what should the retention strategy look like for you, not what are the retention tactics that you're going to use. Now, eventually you're going to get into tactics but when we talk about retention in that example, you might be saying, well, are we talking about what kind of customers are we talking about retaining? You know, should there be, are we talking about retaining every customer or are we only talking about retaining a certain segment? Maybe we shouldn't be retaining the least profitable customers and we should be retaining the most profitable customers. That is on the strategic level. The tactical level is getting into the nitty-gritty of, well, how are we going to determine who's the most profitable customer? Well, you know, Jane in accounting, she can run this report. Yeah, 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 that's a good idea. And I'll bet that we can cross-reference that with Bob's stuff over in marketing because, you know, he has all these marketing campaigns and he knows what it costs to get these people. Yeah, that's that's probably a good idea. But that report, we're going to have to get the vendor to run that report for us because Bob couldn't run it the last time. And, again, you're in tactics. So here's what I learned recently. Um, yeah. When this would happen to me, uh, when I was facilitating these strategic planning sessions with customers, I get frustrated and I would, you know, I, was, I always felt like I was playing bad cop because I'm always trying to get people back on track and I'm going, you know, okay, okay, we've gone down that rabbit trail far enough. Everybody come back. You know, we're getting into tactics. We're getting into tactics. And, you know, you have to do that. You, they, there's somebody you're facilitating for a reason. It's because you're the person in charge of keeping the train on the tracks. But I was recently in an event, a uh, strategic planning workshop with a guy named Joe Calhoun. Joe Calhoun wrote The One-Hour Plan to Growth. It's a great book. I'll link it up in the show notes. But uh, The One-Hour Plan for Growth is basically a one-page business plan book. And it's not the only one out there. There's lots of one-page business plan books out there. And um, But Joe has – and Joe, I'll, I'll kind of deviate for a second. Everybody should go out and buy this book. And Joe has another book that I've yet to read, but there's one on the way uh, called On the Same Page. It's about getting your organization aligned around a single cohesive vision and strategy for the organization. And uh, Joe shared some of his personal story with us. 
And, and you got to hear a little bit about why Joe does what he does. And Joe Calhoun, folks, is the real deal. I really like Joe a lot. And uh, Joe spent some time with another good friend of mine, um, Doug Pohl, and, and Doug backs this up. He's like, you know, this guy is the real deal. And um, so I really enjoyed my time with Joe. But what Joe's promise was during this meeting, and, and it was a workshop that ran from about uh, – nine to one or so. So we're going to good three hours. By the time you take breaks and stuff out, we're going to be working, working, working for three hours. And, uh, it's put on by the C12 group of Southwest Florida here locally. Great, great group of guys, Don Light, senior and junior. And, um, we had probably, I think maybe, I don't know, I'm ballparking this 60, 70 people in the room, business owners. Some people were partners. So you have multiple business owners from the same business. Some people brought, key players from their team, like a controller or CFO or marketing person, something like that. And, uh, and Joe's promise for us during this session was that uh, you will build a one page business plan by the end of the session. Now that turned out not to be entirely true. I think everybody in the room was able to get at the start of a business plan by the end of the three hours. And we definitely all had actionable things that we could go out and do. But for me, sitting there, having done some of the things that Joe does, now Joe's probably doing them, I'm sure he's doing them, on a much larger scale than I am. He's working with Fortune 50, Fortune 500 companies, and I'm working with smaller business owners to do the same types of things. But the discipline of strategic planning is the same regardless of how big your organization is. Some of the practices are going to, you know, your mileage may vary with some of the practices that you're going to get. Um, when you're working with a big company, you may have to do a little bit more due diligence on the front end. But by and large, the actual process is the same. And as I'm sitting there, somebody who's helped business owners do this before, and I'm now sitting on the other side of the table while Joe's helping me, I... I came to this aha moment and it was all about pace. And so you can imagine that when you're in a group of 60 people and the promise is in three hours, you will walk out of here with a one page business plan. And in the course of that three hours, I'm also going to have to teach you a little bit about what, uh, how a business plan gets put together. I'm going to share some of my personal story with you. I'm going to give you some examples and some illustrations of how this stuff works out. So by the time you get down to thinking about your issues, writing them down and strategizing how you're going to overcome those, I mean, you might actually be talking about only maybe an hour's worth of work or an hour and a half's worth of work. So you're having to move through this stuff at an incredible pace. I mean, you never feel like you're caught up before you have to go over to the next step. And that, for me, was the aha moment where I said pace, this idea of pace could be the secret ingredient to keeping things strategic and not getting into tactics. And I've, I've begun to use that in some of the engagements since then where we're in a room with a client. And one of the things that I really like to do is have an agenda. And I like to get that agenda out to everybody before the meeting so they kind of know what's going to be expected. But my failing... Uh, this is time for you know full self disclosure and airing, you know, being transparent. Sometimes I don't stick to the agenda. Like we, if we get on a particularly passionate topic, I will let the business owner or the founder of the company go on for an extra ten or fifteen minutes. 
And if you do that once, uh, it's kind of hard to recover. If you do it twice, you'll never recover back onto the agenda. Well, at that point, the agenda doesn't mean a whole lot, but everybody still feels like there is meaningful work getting done. So it's not a waste of time, but your agenda's gone. Well, if your agenda's gone, then you lose this pace lever, this pace lever that allows you to keep things on a strategic level. So what I'm doing now is I'm still preparing the agenda. I'm structuring the agenda a little bit differently so that we can go in bursts of, say, 15 to 30 minutes before uh, we break and move on to something else. Or maybe we break up, um, if we're talking about uh, uncovering the key strategies that are going to get us to the next level, we might brainstorm for 10 minutes and then we might explore an issue for 10 minutes and explore another issue for 10 minutes and explore a third issue for 10 minutes. So we might go 40 minutes during that session. And at the end of one of those, everybody's kind of exhausted. But instead of saying we're going to allow 40 minutes to talk about strategies, we say, well, we're going to, we're going to do 10 minutes of just brainstorming strategies. We're going to throw lots of strategies out on the table, prioritize those, and then we're going to cherry pick three of them and talk about them each for 10 minutes. And if you are zealous about staying on the agenda, then you can maintain this really fast pace throughout the day. And if you have the fast pace, there's no time to get into tactics. So that's where I think the whole idea of pace is really critical to effective strategic planning. And I will say that it's not, it's not all about just moving through things really, really, really quick and skimming the tops of the trees. You do need to get down and roll up your sleeves and figure out what you're actually going to do, and those are the tactics. But when you're talking about putting the plan together, you have to be thinking on a higher level about what are the key things that are facing this business that are going to get us to the next level? What are the key strategies we should be pursuing? And I realize that it's you know strategic planning is a is kind of a, it's like consulting or the, or entrepreneurship. It's a word that doesn't mean much because nobody's taken the time to uh, really define it. And that's one of the things I really appreciate about Joe Calhoun again is, you know, Joe sees it as his mission to make strategic planning accessible to people. And because it's often seen as this 800-pound gorilla in the corner of the room that's going to take a two-day special retreat, we're going to have to haul everybody off to a conference center and um, and spend all this time and produce this big document and then somebody's got to maintain it, you know, and people just don't want to do it because it's too big of a job to get their arms around. And, the, and there's no way they feel like to really take it off in a bite-sized piece. And then a guy like Joe comes along and says, Hey, in an hour, I can teach you how to have a, a growth plan for your business. And that's what strategic planning is really about. You know, people don't strategically plan to go out of business. They don't strategically plan to tread water. They don't strategically plan to have a slow, steady decline uh, over a number of years, forcing an eventual sale or closure of the business. No, you strategically plan for growth. So Joe's book, The One-Hour Plan for Growth, which I'm doing an incredible job of plugging here, um, it, it's, a, it's a good way to get uh, 
to dispel that myth that you do have to take two days and haul the people off to the conference center and sing kumbaya around a campfire to do a strategic plan. You don't. In an hour, you can come up with a, a plan. And don't call it a strategic plan if you don't want to. Call it a plan for growth. Call it a growth plan because that's what it is. And I kind of I like that a lot. I've just gotten accustomed to calling it strategic planning. And among the companies, the bigger companies that we work with and the much larger, larger companies that we aspire to work with, they do understand what strategic planning is. And that's a, there's a whole language around strategic planning that kind of can cut to the chase. Sometimes that's good because it can shortcut things and you don't have to spend as much time explaining what you mean. But other times it's bad because uh, strategic planning like consulting has this bad connotation behind it of producing a document that's going to sit on a shelf and not mean anything until we have to go off again and, and redo it. So pace is real important. Uh, the awareness of pace is important when you're talking about strategies and you're trying to stay at a high level. But you know when can pace hurt you? Well, the, like I said, there are times when you're going to need to slow down. When you get into the process and you've selected your strategies, and let's say that you know retention is one of those strategies, and let's say acquisition is another strategy. Well, if these are the strategies that we are going to pursue, we actually have to do something about them. And, um, you know, that's where taking action, none of this is going to mean anything unless you take action against it. So what are you going to do? Who's going to do what and when are they going to have it done by? Uh, that's where you really actually start changing the business, and, and this is all about affecting change. Now is the time to really slow down. Now's the time to think through what it is that you're going to do because you don't want to just run back to your team with your hair on fire trying to maintain this incredible pace where you've just talked about three game-changing strategies in 40 minutes and now you're you're going to you're going to make it all happen. You need to sit down possibly with the rest of the leadership team. Maybe they've just delegated to you, hey, go off and make this retention strategy work or bring it back to us and let's talk about it. But you need to sit down. And again, I think it's real important. I think pace is just as important. So, you know, you may have gotten the impression that when I said pace before, I was talking about moving, moving fast. But I think what I'm talking about more is an intentional pace. So at the point you're talking about the high-level stuff, you want to have an intentionally fast pace so that you don't get into details. When you get down to the nitty-gritty of talking about who's going to do what, you may decide that you want maybe an intentionally moderate pace. And then when it comes to reviewing the actual results against the plan, maybe you want an intentionally slow pace to be reflective and actually talk about why things didn't work the way you thought they were going to be. Maybe we go back and we re-examine some assumptions that weren't questioned previously because we were moving so fast, we just took it for granted that we thought things were the way they were, and it turned out that they were not. So, um, you know, from the standpoint of, of pace in the beginning, it probably should be quick, maybe move to moderate, and then slow down a little bit for the reflective stuff where you're evaluating results. But always be aware of your pace. And probably the single best tool, and I've already talked about this, but the single best tool that you can use to be intentional about pace is an agenda. And so when you do, uh, if you're doing your daily huddle stuff and it's all about high-level communication and just stuff like who's on first, then the agenda, the agenda that we use for our daily huddle is very short and succinct. Everybody goes around the room, tells what you're doing. Did you get done what you were going to? 
to what you were doing yesterday. And if you didn't, are you stuck? Is there something you need help on? And we don't get into trying to fix any problems, but we will schedule some offline time um, outside of that meeting if somebody's stuck. You know, okay, well, I've got some time at 3 o'clock today, and I'll go ahead and put that on my calendar. I'll come by, and we'll work on that with you. Um, when you're doing the strategic planning high-level stuff, definitely have an agenda. And, I, you know, that's what I learned from Joe. That agenda needs to be, you have to stick to that agenda. You have to move through it very quickly. You have to keep people at a high level. When you get into the to-do stuff, your agenda probably looks more like a project plan. So you may allot yourself, you know, a week to come up with those specific uh, retention objectives. You know, what are the what are the ways that we're going to to tackle this issue of attention and, and increasing retention among our customers? Or if we're going to embrace an acquisition strategy, um, what types of acquisitions are we going to look at? And you may say, well, I'm going to give myself a week to research all the different kinds of acquisitions we could make, um, how those acquisitions get put together, who the outside experts are that we might need to bring in, and 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 I, and I think maybe in a week, maybe two weeks. I'm going to say two weeks because it sounds like a lot of stuff. The more I talk about it, so I'm going to give myself two weeks to do that. I'm going to tell my team that I've got two weeks to do it, and then I'm going to go into my personal calendar. I'm going to schedule maybe over two weeks. I might schedule five uh, two-hour chunks of time um, to actually get that done. And so, by being intentional about when and where you're going to do this stuff. You're also intentional about the pace you're going to move at. If you're not intentional, you may end up moving at a much quicker pace than need, than necessary, maybe an ineffective pace because you're trying to get it all done on the last day. And you're blowing through this stuff, not giving it the attention it deserves, and not really slowing down to examine whether you need to maybe, – maybe the type of deal is not as important as where the deal happens. But if you are just blowing through this, you just go, oh, yeah, that's, you know, there's three types of deals. And if we do this type of deal, we're going to have to do this, this, and this. If we do this type of deal, we're going to do this, this, and this. When we do this type of deal, we're going to have to do you know, these four things. All the time, if you wind up crossing a border, those three options may not exist at all. There, only, there may only be one way to do it, or there may be 20 ways to do it if you cross the border. So, um, so pace, 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 pace. You see where this comes up. It's not just about moving fast. It's about being intentional about how quickly you're moving through the entire process. And the best way to do that is with an agenda. And the slower the pace, the the more you move from an agenda to maybe a project plan and milestones and dates on the calendar that you're committed to. So those are my thoughts on, um, on pace and how it affects strategic planning. Please leave uh, comments on the blog. It's axiomcpa.com. And I'll be happy to get back to you to uh, those there. We're hoping to do some more of these podcasts as well. Um, I kind of like the format. I enjoyed. I'm a huge podcast listener myself, so I thought um, I need to jump back in. We did these about five years ago. Um, they were not. They probably weren't produced to the extent that, that we're hoping to produce the ones coming up. So we're going to take a little bit more time. Uh, and we're going to try to get on a regular schedule of releasing these. So offer your feedback on podcasts. If there are topics that you would like us to focus on, please do that as well. But know that we're going to lean heavily on the business strategy stuff and the strategic planning and business planning. We may get into some metric stuff, but I don't envision that we'll ever use podcast time or this venue to talk about things like taxes um, or accounting. Uh, We may talk about... 
uh, measurements and key performance indicators and those kind of things that rely on a base, a solid base of good fundamental accounting practices. Uh, but we're probably not going to spend any time talking about debits and credits because that's not what I'm passionate about. And you know, taxes too. Tax tax planning is another matter. We may spend some time talking about planning and how that figures into an effective strategic plan. Uh, but we're not going to be talking about different elections that you can make and that kind of stuff because, again, it's not what I'm passionate about. So uh, thanks for your time. Uh, leave your comments. I want to hear from you. We're, we would really, really, really like to build a community around this and uh, get some involvement from people who are listening to podcasts. So thanks for your time, and we'll see you next week. Thanks.